Welcome back to my lovely IHP community. We are going to do a little bit of channeled guidance for moving beyond spirituality. There's another episode with channeled guidance, but this one is specifically for those of you who are moving into the mature emotional plane. And so you will have been brought to dismantle and or face a number of experiences that get you to see the beauty of science updated information so essentially bringing it into the plane of your thought and emotional processes it's different than those who remain in human suffering or become completely immersed in just the spirituality stuff and it's something that is personal so in our other channel guidance you have the last minutes i share with you some reiki some universal love energy to support just because i feel some of you have that additional you know love that is going to be a plus for you but i also feel that you would all be again if you're in 5d you're actually quite aware in a neutral way that this happens Neutral doesn't mean you're neutral. I should specify equanimous. Maybe that's better. So equanimously, you will know how to process your emotions. That's the whole point of why you're actually in a 5D beyond the spirituality component. Otherwise, you're you're not going to be here. So not being here isn't good or bad. Not being here is someone who remains convinced that only one of the different subject matters of our lovely experience in life that explains life is true. And that would be where when people just think of the supernatural as being what's true, they don't grow into their next steps, their next emotional steps. Because emotionally speaking, it is when you're faced with something that is threatening the stability that you acknowledged that you've gained. And that is for those who are easily in a love cycle at all times, not hard. For those who are not in a love cycle, this is where those of you tuning in here, I'm going to remain open to the knowingness that some of you are 5D, so it's straightforward for you that means you're not inclined in this moment in time to curse or talk about evil or the devil or anything of that nature you're a person who understands that when the last star goes poof it goes poof this is why whatever it is that did move through you through your life that made its way actually is and has given you the knowing of I either take every moment that I can get or I'm a fool essentially because that's where it's at if you've come out of areas where there's potential regret having made choices that didn't allow you to live up to what you now can acknowledge is a they are your values as a person moving beyond spirituality is empowering for the 5d person that comes out of shame for the love cycle people it's different because we've never been in a relationship with spirituality that is a dependency meaning that the meaning and why life is important to us is not because we will have been told of a god or of something that is after life We will love life because we would not choose anything else. Why would we choose to feel in our body something that is not love? It makes no sense to us because of the relationship we have with our emotional plane. This is the love cycle, people. Mystics or not, doesn't matter. It's a person who loves life and who would never ever choose anything opposite, even in the face of that which could seem like evil, if you will. There will not be choosing 
quote unquote it because there will be knowing that it's not a truth. It's a very important and big emotional moment. So in this sense, it's not a truth, meaning that the idea of there being anything that is actually to blame for feeling emotions, it's not true. It's a very strong emotion is what it's called. And the love cycle, again, person will recognize what are we doing with this story? There ain't no story. There's what is called emotion, which is why moving beyond spirituality for as much as it can be sad, because again, if if you're raised with it, you're going to know when it's dismantling. And so for some, it's not as sad because they didn't get raised with it. So Jesus doesn't mean anything to some people because they will believe in him only as a person who existed, of course. But what I'm saying is they wouldn't have grown up with him. Now, here's where some people in a shame cycle, they would still feel different about religion in and of itself and spirituality because they will have feel suppressed. And here's where, again, I'm not channeling for those people because those people are not tuning into something that says let's inspire human potential. If they are, then they would not feel that religion held them back. They would not be critical of religious institutions or spirituality is what I'm trying to get to. And I know spirituality and religion, they say, are different, but to a person who's moved beyond both, they're both belief systems that exist and that explain and give meaning to life. They have the same purpose, the same research that they do you know like they come up with stuff the same way our science people do too difference is that science can prove it through the technology of course this is where people would say well how do they know that's why like the astrophysicist lady said when she made a whole conversation on the god topic she and and just believing she's like it shouldn't be equated to the cosmos we will find out how the big bang began when we find that out what are you going to do being able to move beyond spirituality is not hard because it's not hard to understand that the truth of science does also exist. These types of people, those of us who move beyond spirituality with the knowledge that spirituality, science, religion, they're not competing. They're different subject matters. So those of us who have Mahasamadhi Samadhi with it, we're here to share a equanimous way and a path to conversations on not only the relationships, right? Here's polysecure. So alloparenting, it's actually something that we are as mammals, which is why we have more than one attachment figure that we look to. And we have a tribe, essentially. We're built as having a mini tribe. The people who move into their 5D-ness, we have a tribe too. It's our oversoul and beyond. It keeps expanding the part of spirituality expands because we will still use stories like Krishna Lila, Shiva, and Kali. Those represent us using our ventral vagal, Krishna Lila. Shiva represents you being able to sit in a quiet mind with Kali, with your very charged states, the child charged state that we all will have. And this is not in suffering, no, because you got Krishna Lila. You're exploring the depths of seriousness with your ventral vagal so the menu remember that menu i read to you it's not in a fight flight or freeze the menu is in a social engagement and so again um some people will be right now in the midst of being able to choose if they're going to become more practical but with the heart of them in the forefront and that's where people who do have this heart they provide meaning from the depths of them, I'd say that a 5D mystic has a bit of a leg up. And what I mean by that is we do have a special journey that we got to be a part of. Because when I see the physicists, the ones who don't believe in anything at all, so they don't have mysticism, they don't have the channeled stuff we have. Okay, they explain it with math and numbers, and they can give us everything, and we understand it. I know I understand it because we'll have relationship with the energy. We have relationship with the Planck zero space. We have a relationship with knowing why sometimes for some people miracles happen and sometimes they don't. And that's where we have a full understanding that free will 
so the story I told you of the moment that dismantling was happening, it wasn't only with one situation, but I'm only going to focus on one situation. And it wasn't just the situation, it was receiving those usual channeled guidance messages that we get from our lovely spirit guides, angel guides. I don't always, I don't call them any of that. To me, it's always one entity. That's it. It's Akash, period. It's not even a creator space. And I never, ever dared to talk of it as God because when I came across my clears, it had nothing to do with the religion I was raised with. In fact, it was not that. I would never dream of trying to go down that path because it was not and it's just we know what time of years we are in that's the best i can say but i knew it was related to the person that is jesus since that's my chosen heart and in in that it matches a hundred percent the compassion and unconditional love that i hold for people and the part of him suffering for our sins i got what they were saying but when i realized through psychology that humanity has suffering due to insecurity i mean that's where even more need for forgiveness and compassion so the story of when it was dismantling it was more of me recognizing all the knowledge i have and so my prayers and even my rituals if you will because even here with archangels visiting and again dreams and tarot reading, Akashic record reading, all of this, I, I tap into the sphere that we communicate with. It's easy. A 5D mystic will have an easy time with it. Um, the knowing of free will. The knowing for me was I am not that person that's going through what they're going through. And actually, you know, here's the thing. When you know more than what you can explain... I know the karma of the family. I know their clan. In fact, I could clearly know why my family and my clan had nothing to do with that wheel that was going there. And so with all this knowledge and all of this awareness that no matter what you can believe in, now I will say this, people who are... Catholic prayed for this person and I am super grateful people that are Buddhist prayed for this person so all of my clan every single person that I could get to I asked to please support and to pray and to do whatever you know and, and I actually do believe it, that that energy works of course that's silly not to because we're all a big ball of energy but but the truth of the matter is in my heart of heart of hearts and anybody again who's tapped into this infinite space of consciousness we will know by the time you get to this dismantling of anything that is your quote-unquote resource that you are not the free will of that person and it's not about not believing in there being possibility it's actually a very different awareness of how every person chooses their story, every person chooses what they believe, every person will have something that they will know intimately within themselves, or maybe they won't, doesn't matter, but our hands are tied behind our back, and it doesn't matter what we will believe in or not, it's this deep knowing that is not something you'll ever be able to ignore so here's where with all the knowing that tomorrow which is unknown the part about free will and a person choosing this is the respect of an adult to another adult this is a differentiated self an island that recognizes another island it doesn't matter if we're part of the same fabric we all are part of the same fabric that's the point which is why the whole twin flame soulmates all these things they don't make any difference you are part of the same fabric it's understandable, humanly speaking, even in the absence of belief system. But again, a person who is a 5D mystic will know that we are powerless in the face of human suffering. And here's where one of my most beautiful conversations was with a friend of my family member way back when. 
Whereas we've talked about this beautiful man named Jesus, and I was still without too many clairs, I think. Maybe I started dreaming, I don't remember. But you've heard the story before where we talk about people and us helping people and, you know, but Jesus giving us this key to unlock there and help them, help them with suffering. And he didn't leave us though the exact instructions. It was something like that. And I said, or no, he said he didn't leave us the key to their heart. And I said, and they, there is the key. It's their heart. It's not our heart. They have to open it up. Now, the person who unlocked my answer to all of this was Basil van der Kolk. The minute he said, when the ego self feels threatened, social engagement is inclined, that's where I was like, okay, now I got it. That's why people can't be themselves from their own heart. And here's where the shame cycle lies, which is why we won't ever shame people no matter what they're doing, we will have a way to say this is not okay to us, but we won't shame them. And then when it comes to learning about mysticism, because you begin to experience it, we will know it's not superpowers. No, no, there's no anointed. We're not in that time. We will note it as energy. And we will note with respect that everybody chooses what they're going to do with their state of consciousness. It's not that we can interfere. In fact, this actually makes us laugh. Meaning it's always the same equation. If you do something to interrupt free will, you're meddling with something, there's going to come, it's going to come back around. Not because it's a bad thing, meaning you're getting punished because you've actively done something with a specific intent of meddling with other, which means it's, it's just something that we know, whatever you do comes back around. You move your hand, you're going to know that, you know, that hand's going to come back. Move that finger, it's going to do something. So it's, it's more of a, it's going to be a consequence. Everything happens for a reason. Everything that is meant to come will find its way to come. And no matter what, you are the one, though, who is pulling on those strings and moving around. So again, for us, the supernatural doesn't have powers. We don't have that relationship, the 5D mystic. And so free will is clear to us because it's actually a person who will choose what life means to them. If they're going to fight for love or if they're going to choose fear, if they're going to choose to fight for love, it's not a fight. It's actually standing up and having adult conversations with each other, being able to be genuine. Fighting is not part of our species now. It's what we have because we were one with the animals. We don't have the inclination to fight. We have the inclination to actually co-regulate. Fighting is a defense mechanism. So those are safety behaviors. Those who fight, they are not safe in their own bodies. They don't feel safe with humanity. The part that people can make a change, it's because it's a big ball of energy. And because of this space, this invisible space of plank land and all that, there's a, there's a way and a why and a how, and it's shown that heart-brain coherence, but this is where it's not a belief system. It's people who get together, and, and that's why the prayer does work. The rituals do work, because it's all people focusing their energy, their mind, in one space and, and, and sharing one intent, and that intent can support another person, but ultimately speaking, it's the person who will choose if they want to fight for their life. And that's the part that we will not ever be able to, the five dig and mystic, negate. So when I was in my moment with going beyond spirituality, I wasn't surprised because it was intuitively something that I knew was part of expansion. It was later on, though, that I found the article from the esoteric lady, and I was like, okay, that's what that was, got it. That makes a lot of sense. Emotional stuff is not good or bad because this is the difference between a person with a love cycle is that our emotions are part of that life so it's natural if I have this type of relationship with spirituality which you will have if you've grown into it you'll feel quite upset emotionally and it's something natural to feel emotions if you're about to potentially lose someone you love and you know that there's nothing you can do about it the part of it doesn't get harder or easier. It's not in those equations for a person who has a relationship with spirituality because that's the part. Our relationship is not, you're going to make me feel better. It's not, 
anywhere near that. It's please and thank you to supporting me. It's a resource. We will acknowledge it. Well, and personally, I remember as I moved into my light body, how my words moved into more of thanking and then uh, sharing. I went from thanking at a young age, 20-ish. How old was I? I forget. 27? Yeah, about 25 to 27. I was thanking to sharing my consistent moving into conversing and eventually moving completely out of it. Not because it's something that is in here it's because it's this big field of energy that i have a relationship with when the light body was ascending if you will the first one it reminded me of my confirmation and here's where jesus definitely plays a role but this is why the other events as i was explaining it wasn't only this one event the other events were even more impactful and it was more than anything because i was given direct actual green lights and speaking if you will of this is what you need to do okay so here's where this type of channel guidance we don't spell it out to other people we will know it from our bodies we will know it from our minds we will know it in what it speaks which is this is that um, opportunity and you usually will take it or not take it you Okay, how can I break this one down? <laughs> because it's always going to be a very specific objective of love. It's not going to be anything imposing. It's not going to be anything that twists or goes to invest. None of that. No invasiveness. A 5D mystic doesn't do any of that. This is where there's a specific way that we're led to interact with our loved ones that are potentially coming up. Okay, so it's about us acknowledging our loved ones need us and we're being given direct input of those needs and so it's to support emotionally speaking and also us of course because it's an exchange this is why as i said free will is what will always lead the way for a person who's 5d which is where the minute that we are responding to something that is clear guidance because it will be clear to us to be loving, to share love, when we will be responded to in, in a way that is potentially um, not <laughs> peaceful, we are not going to be upset or doubt ourselves or doubt the message or doubt. We don't go into a inner conflict. We don't do, oh wait, maybe evil, not evil. Like, there's none of that. No, we know that we are guided to share love, to support, and whatever the reactivity and responsive of another, it has nothing to do with what we picked up on. The only people who doubt themselves are the same people who have a shame cycle who are not out of it. And that's the best I can share with you again. So moving beyond spirituality is about emotionally speaking, allowing yourself to stay in equanimity as you explore things that take place which are emotionally impactful the people who make their way to 5d they easily transition into allowing science and spirituality and spiritual stuff to be different subject matters because we don't do the left brain alone we do right and left and right and left and it's an integrated brain so basically we're like it doesn't cancel out the past doesn't cancel out all the years of me being able to address topics even if you tune into the podcast in a specific way. No, that is all the knowledge I had at the time. Those were the experiences I had at the time. So here's where people who are not in their own expansion of consciousness will look at that and say, well, then you've changed. Those are left brain people. They're not only only doing that because they're choosing to say, because you were at 16a and now at 20b i'm going to say you've changed <laughs> they are deciding that they want the system to be in pieces so they're separating who i am into pieces because that's what they've decided to do and to allocate the word change to it for example versus no we're expanding consciousness it's different that's the relationship we will have with ourselves because we don't have the onion layer 
We're not peeling away at anything. We're building more of who we already were. And that's the part that differs greatly. So anyone who moves beyond the realm of spirituality does not look to a guru as if we need to look up to anyone. We look straight at a guru and know their role. We look straight at a person who has a little telescope and know their role. They're not better, more, they're not less. I look straight at you. You're a human, I'm a human. There ain't no entity that I see waving around a wand and thank you. I have mysticism on my side to say, yeah, I know experiences, man. You want to talk about it? Oh, do I know that things can work the way that you want them to work? But that's not the point. So we don't actually, again, do what 4D people do. Let me prove it to you. Because we know that that minute that that person is doing that, they're vibing in a very low energy. They're nowhere near their empowerment yet. They obviously have not moved out of the realm of uh, the limited bandwidth of energy that that is in. Because if they did, they would not be voicing that type of stuff. The people who are in the middle... It's because they want to be given answers in a way that explains and gives meaning to life versus understanding that you wake up every day and the minute your body feels is the minute that you can notice what you've built until a certain age and whatever, those charge states and then more. And that's what I love about the 5D educators explaining how our integrated mind and our Restorative embodied self are the actual way a person can be. And I like the ones who don't talk about source or spirit. So there's a different number of groups of people. I love that there's also the ones who say, here, here's how your body moves into its actual homeostasis. And that's why it's great to have, yeah, Buddhist psychologists, but also just regular psychologists like Bezel van der Kolk, who I forget if he's a psychotherapist or whatnot, but Patrick McNamara too with his neuroscience experiential experiment, whatever the word is. We got so many different educators that are giving information, polyvagal theory, Stephen Porges. I didn't have those. I only had Bezel van der Kolk. I think he had come across. And so I was so thankful and grateful. I was getting so tired of these other individuals in 4D plane continuing with the same stories and this whole perfection, perfect timing, all of it, all of it was beginning to become quite, uh, it was just like, this is all limited, 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 you're missing something, there's something missing, something missing, what is it, what is it, you know, and finally, I was given the opportunity to, again, start encountering more information, the stuff that I realized recently, which you guys heard about, it is something fascinating and it happened because of me giving an Akashic record reading and those days of heightened energy, remember? So that's where some people had an awakening of the heart in a deeper way, which is why I know some of you are moving here into this space. And that's why I shared in those last minutes of the next episode some universal love to support you and uh, in a very amazing way i rejoice of those of you who have a heart that is clear and what i mean by that is one that is of your your child state as an adult with the knowledge that science explains everything that life is and some of you had the opportunity to grow up with spirituality and religion and have that but to know that those aren't the only truths, nowhere near it, and that science can explain to you how things work. The new science explains why our bodies can heal. They have very the good ones, not the ones who are breaking it down with your machine or whatnot. The ones who explain it to you, like Patrick McNamara. But it's also your own doing if you learn about more subject matters. That's why I integrate all of it. And you can always ask me questions. But it's because there's all these different fields. So the human elements are social sciences, humanities, all of that, anthropology, political science, all of this stuff. Then you have the middle with the holistic naturopathic, I think, um, what is it called? Metaphysics, esotericism, but also crystals and, and uh, so much chakras, energy, energy therapy. 
And then spirituality, Sadhguru is my favorite by all means. I mean, if you're going to learn anything, do Sadhguru's inner engineering course and his Shambhavi Kriya. He's, uh, he's the best. And I do know others have their role. They've had their role. I personally didn't need spirituality, if you will. I needed it from the perspective of knowledge. Yes, that I did because I was not being explained correctly what consciousness is by the 4D plane. Sadhguru explained to me what consciousness is, and that's why we have Krishna, Leela, Shiva, and Kali. But the 4D plane talks about light and darkness. In fact, they're basically just another version of the church, even though they don't want to think so. When I've seen people who are channelers tell their story about being basically in the presence of what is the entity of the devil... And then when I saw where they moved towards considering themselves in a specific way, that's spiritual bypassing. But the same thing goes for the rigid educators who are trying to tell other people to disregard emotions and to think of them as stupid and that the new and updated information is not true. Those are the same limited consciousness. So Essentially, it is when you can realize that there's these different subject matters, when you look at the fact that dimensions, yes, there's 11, but this is in particle physics. It's not something you live in the actual day-to-day life. And that's why the 4D plane, what they don't do when they start dreaming is integrate the self, the parts of their self, so they don't move into a mature emotional plane because they choose to disregard that their emotions are asking them to breathe and sit with their eventual vagal state. So that means to start being in a state of compassion. They get lost in the story. And the story is, I'm a you know, Viking or witch or this or that. So that, that, that's where... Some people are still living karmic relationships because they believe that they're the lighthouse and and they're trying to get another person to move out of this lighthouse. And these would be all adaptive children, by the way. It doesn't matter if it's codependent in a way that is expansive or not. They're not moving beyond a specific space. But I digress in the sense that we are not looking at relationships in this one when you're able to move beyond spirituality it's because you see the dots in a way that is truer than those who are emotionally manipulating the information because they have blinders when you can sit in a space and know that what's happening isn't good or bad which is what we will experience as this very interesting moment of life i mean i still i'll never forget it obviously the part about how it felt it's very fascinating all of the all of it all of it from a mystical perspective and and with the now being here sharing it it's because i know it's up for those of you who are ready to move out of it but the part that i want to make clear is it wasn't hard for me, for example, to know what was happening, it was intuitive. Then I got a hold of information that confirmed what my gut had already told me. The emotions, that's separate. The emotions are always going to be experienced in such a way when there's something that you cherish that is being in a moment shown to you to basically not support something else that is meaningful to you in life as well. It's, it's natural for the mind and the mind involves your thoughts and emotions to be involved in your day-to-day we won't be ashamed of being upset we won't be ashamed of cursing we won't be ashamed of knowing that there is no answer we won't be afraid of the fact that there is no meaning because there's nothing to fear when you are aware in your thinking brain i'm just i'm trying to talk in your thinking brain It's normal to be upset when things happen that are hurtful or scary or again, this is what it's called to be in a life. We don't say it's human suffering. 
the people who are 5D, because that actually is a person who's in their temporal junction, who's ruminating. They're not exploring the emotion. They're ruminating on the emotion. So this means, oh, I'm angry. This is what's happening. They start with this story. Instead of experiencing as the emotion arises, again, you name it, you, you already tame it by naming it, but besides taming it, you say, yeah, it's normal, I'm a human, of course I'm upset right now, why wouldn't I be? It would be actually abnormal if I wasn't going through a minute of upset, but not even that, because abnormal, what's abnormal? Some people, they don't cry when their pets die, some of us do, it's not funny, excuse me, but, well, to me it's funny. When my grandpa died, I didn't cry. But when my first cat died, I cried. Milo, I'm over now crying, but I still miss him, for example, my other cat. And then my grandma, I forget. I think, no, I don't think I cried. So what I'm trying to get at is I don't tend to cry when, I, when my loved ones pass away. And, I, and when I looked at it it was something straightforward for me my cats they don't speak to me I don't get to say goodbye I don't get to have like moments where I've talked to them so somehow it's I don't know that it's just different <laughs> and that's the part where some people they feel differently they will be very sad and miss their loved ones for me I miss both obviously because both will be missing but the pets you cuddle with them. There's a there's a relationship of maybe it's more tender. Who knows? Here's where some people might find that, for example, an anomaly. Those who would think a human life is worth more than a cat. It's a human, not a cat, you know. And, and here's where everybody has their own opinion. But if you're able to move beyond the, in this case, conceptualization and accept that all people feel differently about something and you respect that and you allow that to be something that is so you move into a more objective conversation versus one that is personal preference, idea, and basically a debate that should not necessarily take place because you're not the other person, the other person isn't you. And so here's where abnormal. What's abnormal? I mean, yes, we have generalizations, but is that really something that can hold? No, it can't because every person has a different experience. It's like me with mysticism. I'm a 5D mystic. You ask me about Claire's, I'll tell you it's very easy. Ask people with 4D body types or other soul age groups, they don't find it easy. I had one of my friends basically spell out that it isn't easy, but you know what I noticed is that they, the person in particular, they're from Italy, and I was like, you doubt your own stuff. Of course it's not easy. You're doubting your intuition. And in fact, when I did my trauma educational certificate with Somatopia, the teacher that did dream he said, usually people don't trust their own, their own intuition, which is why they cannot interpret their own dreams. It was about people not trusting in their own emotional, but this is the part. They don't have a relationship with it. As long as you are not in a state of compassion and equanimity in your own body, you have not learned to be in your emotional plane. So the people that I'm channeling for right now, you are in the mastery and or mastering of your emotional plane and you've moved beyond spirituality as a concept if it was of belief it's something that is now just something you understand how it works and you understand it more it doesn't remove what it means to you from your past and it doesn't remove the fact that when we do get together and pray and do rituals and all this stuff that it actually does make a difference consciousness is a big ball of energy which we're all a part of that's the point so if you have more minds and that heart brain coherence the way the vibe the sound all of it all of it can come together and explain that's why we don't exclude information we add information but moving beyond spirituality is where you know a guru is a guru the subject matter expert is a subject matter expert they don't cancel each other out an entity, a god, an angel, or whatever, isn't to be in charge of your own perceptions. That's your stuff. Your own channeled guidance. Yes, you may get nudges, but they're not responsible for another person's free will choice. They're not responsible in the sense of because I didn't see something. Now, you know, you, you don't do the adaptive child. 
You don't do let me blame you, let me prove I'm right to this. This is what doesn't happen because the 5D C person who's a mystic will know immediately that there is not to blame or shame or fault. There's an emotion that's coming up. Has nothing to do with the spirituality of you in any way, shape, or form. And that's why we're independently spiritual or religious. We don't see that an entity can actually lead our fate. We choose from free will our fate. That there can be and is a destiny, yes, but it's a very much heartfelt one. And so we follow our heart, be ourselves moving in the path of where everything that happens has a reason, a reaction has a reaction, and everything that's meant to come will find its way. We will naturally simply do what functional adults do and an integrated mind does. And so when spirituality dismantles, it's not something devastating because you're adding to your knowledge bank. And that's where those of you who are moving into the expanded version of yourself are some people are going through a lot right now, so you may be supporting your loved ones emotionally. And in this moment in time, again, in our next episode, towards the end, it's only a couple minutes, but I give you some supportive universal love. And that's where it's, it's really a lot for some people. If you can be there for them, that's really great. Uh, obviously, if it's something reasonable, not, not something that would be... Uh, you know, it, it all depends where you're at. So you want to, first of all, be able to tend to yourself. So if you can't be there, just let them know you can't be there. Don't be mean about it. There's ways that people don't know how to talk about not being able to be there. If they can't understand, so I have had people in the past, they don't actually understand that when they're trying to ask questions about things, they're asking in a way because they some people have dependency on suffering and so they will actually be intrigued in the pain part if you will the emotional part so instead of actually supporting each other they're instigating re-traumatization without realizing it but let me again put that to the side and just let you in on, you want to follow your body and you want to express if you can't, if you can express it, you just, you know, I, I need some time alone, whatever it is you can share with them. If they can't understand, because some people they don't, and they're going through their own suffering. So you'll realize that some people, when they're in their own suffering, they will be in a space of, you know, just doing stuff that people who are there do. So what you can try to do is recalibrate the time and how allow yourself to minimize exposure to the best of your ability i'm sure you can get creative furthermore you might want to put some music on that boosts your energy have some candles have some incense anything whatever it is that uplifts you be near a beach maybe i know for me the ocean is amazing so if you can, allow yourself to do things that can bring you energy. And again, though, if not, meaning if you really have no ability to be there emotionally, just tell them. Honesty is better than a lie. Just because if a person can't accept that you need your space, and that is, I've had friends where have, they've told me that. They've told me, I don't want you. I'm sad, but I don't want you in my life right now. And I had to respect that. And I was very upset that I had to respect it because my friend, I need they, I, I know they need someone, but they don't want anyone and they don't want anything. And they're straightforwardly telling it to me. I appreciate the honesty though. And so if a person is a true loved one, meaning they unconditionally love each other, they will support each other, even if they don't like what they're being asked. Now, again, some people, they think they can tell each other how to live life. That's not... The 5DC way, it's not a functional adult. We don't tell people how to live life unless they're a physical threat to themselves, at which point we call the cops, we call 911, whatever numbers it is, and you get them. I mean, I've had friends that they have had people call and they've had to go to therapy because those people call them out on when they were making threats of their life. So there's always a way that you can actively pursue no is no, and here's why, and if they can't understand, and you don't 
know that you have a right to speak for your emotional well-being while respecting another. These are, these are aspects that only an adaptive child doesn't know yet that it's going to always be uncomfortable because you care for those people. So, of course, again, there's many ways I find that you can creatively recalibrate yourself to have time for those individuals who need you. I've done it myself. It's always worked out fine. Those who don't understand, there's plenty of them because while they're suffering, they don't understand. And the ones who do understand, they understand. When I've been told by people, don't be around me, I've understood. And again, this is where it doesn't mean it's something you're going to be happy about, but you respect what your people tell you. If they don't want you in their life, they don't want you in their life, period. It's not funny. It's actually very sad. Um, in fact, one of my lovely channeled guidances came through a dream a long time ago I lose track of time but that same individual who came in my dream and then came uh, maybe it was a year after one of the people that I learned from them and in fact I remember learning from them as well as learning from another person things that to this day I, I knew way back when that that learning was really great because it would tell me or told me the truth of humanity and of how people are and um, also of the fact that we have no power meaning no matter how much love you can share unconditional here's where Jesus may have provided us with love the key to the heart of anyone the key to wanting to live life is the person's key so you move beyond spirituality because you move beyond all belief systems science helps to explain why people stay in the shame cycle it's called, they have a Teflon brain, so they deflect anything that's good, so much so that they will even insult, judge, and condemn a person who chooses to love them. They will make up a story, and they will turn that person into an evil human being, like disgusting, evil human being. I, I still am shocked by that data point. Ron Siegel was the one who shared it. Shocked, meaning, wow, like, how does that even work? But what I also know is that in time, because that will be something that they will have made up, they will see that they will have made it up. So the tower will come crumbling down. And that day is where they get to make a grown-up choice and actually try to do something about what happened. Or they might decide to consistently live in shame again. And that's the saddest part, obviously, because... That's where that's not actually choosing to be a person who takes ownership of what you realize. So you choose adaptive child again, harsh, unforgiving. And the pity party is actually self-serving. It's because they're too afraid to actually go and speak a truth. I was wrong. Uh, and, and this is something that is understandable. Of course, it's understandable, but it is... One of those things that, again, you can choose to be the grown-up when you realize that, you know what, I made a mistake. I'm going to own up to it because it's, it's the right thing to do. It's, it's, it's the adult thing to do. It's the loving thing to do. And I, when you can acknowledge with compassion, that's why moving beyond spirituality is a very beautiful aspect for the 5DC mystic because we're okay with finding meaning with science, it explains why people make mistakes. And it explains that we're not our biggest mistake. And explains how shame cycle works. It's not abnormal for a person with a shame cycle to have this type of reaction that some of us may not understand it. It's different. See, I don't understand it, but I accept and acknowledge and I understand this. And I would never think of telling a person who made a mistake like that, that they're a horrible person. No, they're not. Hey, guess what I have for you? You had a shame cycle. Hey, let me explain to you how the brain works. You want to hear about it? I have a whole buttload of ways that will actually help you feel better because they're all psychoeducation and it's all with technology that can prove it to you. I love, you know, Jesus. He's a man who existed, talks to us about forgiveness, gave us keys to support each other, shows the way. Love Buddhism. I love the yoga stuff. All of this is great. All of the whole, all of it. I'm a mystic, you know, so here's all of it. Beautiful. Let me add it to my butt load of information, but let me tell you why it's okay 
that this thing happened, meaning now that you know, you can free yourself of this. And here, here's the technical aspect as a person, you're a mammal, you have what is called an attachment system. If you didn't get the right amount of repair with rupture, you will be quite, quite, quote unquote, fucked up potentially, okay? There's a lot of fucked up people out there, but it's not a bad thing. It's not the devil. It's not evil. Here, let me again try to explain what is happening in your body. And this is what makes my heart very happy, is that I can actually explain to person who wants out of human suffering, the ones who want it, like see this, my, my, my face, if you could see it, now it's smiling. The ones who want it. The ones who don't, this is where I actually have to say I'm happy that they don't want me because I cannot stand to see suffering. It breaks my heart. I would be like, I can't, I can't sit like that. You know, it's not that I'm them. It's that I would be like, dude, okay, I can't be around you because your pity party too much, too much. I need to, I need to leave. I don't know. I don't know what I would do, but I, I would know that I would not be able to sit there quietly and watch someone do shame over and over and over again. Um, I would learn. Anyways, I don't, I'm not in that situation, but I'm just saying, uh, it makes my heart smile that I can say, hey, let me break down to you to those who want to move into their love cycle. So moving beyond spirituality, part of it has some very, very interesting moments for me personally, and they will for anyone, but they're very easily brought to love when you can think of the sciences sharing with us that infinite higher human consciousness potential that every one of us has from our mind to our heart to our gut, our body, your bodies are feminine, your minds are masculine. So moving beyond spirituality creates beautiful, beautiful, functional adults, forgiving, nuanced. We go even beyond our lovely Jesus. And it's in a good way, not a bad way. We move into let's co-regulate. Let's provide safe spaces for people. Let's do launching pads. Let's help the people who right now, so you are maturing emotionally, the ones who want to also mature emotionally, if there are people who want to stay in suffering, again, figure out your way. There's ways you can work it out. They have lives. I'm sure they do. So they won't be bugging you too much. Meaning if they have a partner, if they have whatever, they got shit going down. It's only when they don't have shit going down, right? This is the part. Re recalibrating is very easy because people have things to do. They only look for support when they have moments in time. So you can allow yourself to work with what you got. And to be the best support you can, if I had shame cycle, I still would support, of course, just saying if I had to watch someone wither away, I have a very big challenge with it, but I do understand. There are those who will distance themselves when they want to do that, by the way, because they can recognize that we don't have that energy of I'm pitying you or I'm not. We have a very indifferent but loving and life energy and so it almost uh is they want distance is all i'm going to say i've seen this time again and again and again and it's because our love and our life actually leads those parts that they're trying to pretend are not there to be in their awareness so they don't want it and and, and that's something that we will always know how to respect of course but in the meantime Looking forward to hearing from you and your thoughts and your experiences. If you have any questions about moving beyond spirituality or anything specific you want me to look into with you, as always, sharing with you my love. Have a great day.